Hello, sexy nerds of the Nerd Imperium. Welcome to this week's episode of the Currently Nerdy Podcast. We are your inner conclave of nerdum. My name is Diz, and I'm your pop culture and sports nerd, Ali. I am only your classic nerd. And I'm V, comic book nerd. Listen. No. No, fuck off. I don't care about you. You're probably fucking spreading this disease. All right? I'm yeah, tired. Excuse me of spreading disease. I know. Yes. Seriously. Yeah, you know what? In this, in this moment, I am. Because in you, every family, there's that one, though, right? There's always yeah. one family member that there's spreads the disease. There's a patient zero of there's every family. There's a patient zero. Yeah. For, for my family, it was always Lemon. It was my little sister. Oh. She was always the outbreak monkey. Mm. I'm, the, I'm the outbreak monkey. <laughs> yeah, you, you seem like it. Yeah. But when it comes nasty. to fucking diseases that have been eradicated by the CDC... You can the CDC speak. didn't eradicate it. Whatever. Yeah. The Center of Disease Control, is that what it stands for? Yeah. Yes. Anyways, if conspiracy theorists like V have ruined the fucking staying healthy game for the rest no, of no, us. No, no, no. Here's the thing. This, I gotta be clear about this. There's plenty of conspiracy theories out there. Yes. Most of it's shit, and most of it can be dangerous in a variety of different ways. But none of it is as harmful as anti-vax. Ah. The anti-vaxxers are killing people. Literally. Yeah. Because they're... Spo- I mean, I, I was going to tweet the other day. It's like, you, you pieces of shit have been talking about immigrants carrying diseases like they're plague rats, but it turned out to be your fucking white soccer moms. Yeah. yeah. Those are the ones bringing diseases because they somehow, in New York and California, thought that they know better than doctors do. Yeah, yeah, because they read a blog. They read a blog. Yeah. No, I mean, I wish they read a blog. Most yeah. of them read no. a meme on Facebook. Yeah. yeah, they read a meme, or they've watched the incredible, credible documentary called Vaxxed. I do believe... I Look, I'm, I'm, I'm very much not in the in support of a police state in any way, shape, or form. But the only thing that gets me close to saying, yeah, let's do it, is anti-vaxxers. There's a part of me that just goes, yeah, just take their kids away. Yeah, no, they, you they should. should not. You they're should, yeah. endangering their children and they're yeah. endangering everybody. Yeah, that's the problem. It's like, you endanger your own record, children. I don't support that. Yeah. I'm just saying it you brings me close. You endanger your own children, you know. I can't say a whole lot about that unless you're really, you're like, you're swinging at them with a bat or something, no, right? Mate, your children. But now you're, now you're bringing them out into the public and you're endangering other people's children. That's right. fucked up. That's fucked up. And I also read today, uh, interestingly enough, though, it's all like, uh, they're talking about how California's laws about vaccination could very well help quell the measles outbreak yeah. because now it's like there's a whole thing there the whole thing in California they're going listen you're, you're going to have to vaccinate your kids there's no way yeah. around it and what's crazy is that I did a little research on this, right? In order for the, the herd immunization to work, yeah. there needs to be at least, it's like 97% yeah. people who are vaccinated. Yeah, That's why California is so hard for it to take off. Yeah, but the problem is that they said these past five or six years, it's gone down to like 91.8%, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. right? So like the herd immunization is having a lot of issues now, yeah. right? And it's that thing where California has been trying to catch up with it because it realizes that the hell, the, you know, the, it's, dang, it's going dangerously low. Mm-hmm. Right, but all you rich motherfuckers. You know the funny thing is, bitches. You know the funny thing is, like, one of the things that immigrants are notoriously good at is is vaxing. Oh yeah. yeah, because they believe that you need to take care. Like the the idea is like, hey, get, get, give them a kid all the vaccinations. Yeah. Right? Give them two. <laughs> give them two. Give yeah. them one extra. Right, yeah. because the idea is that they they come into a, to a state and they go, we don't have a lot going for us. Right. Yeah. We we're working class. We damn sure we're gonna get health care. Right. Because we, it's about improving your life. Right. I'm mm-hmm. gonna get whatever it is. I'm gonna make sure my kids are taken care of. It's also one of the reasons why immigrant kids, immigrant families, often carry keep their medicine for too long oh yeah it's a Mm -hmm. common thing amongst immigrant families like they'll keep the medicine for ages and everyone takes this you got a cold I got this I'm like that's someone else's prescription it's okay that's a very that's a very very common immigrant experience right you said you said absolutely my dad gave me his medication all the time right so it's like it's a common (laughs) experience so as a result of that like 
Immigrants tend to be really well vaccinated. Yeah. Where is this coming from? It's almost exclusively coming from white middle class ah. families, with some exception of yeah. international travel. Well said, yeah, some what people who are traveling from overseas. So, God rest her soul. Our grandmother, whenever she was sick, if she went to the doctors or the hospital, if they offered her antibiotics, she took them. She took them, and she was happy to ask for antibiotics yeah. because the word antibiotic meant really good things for me. Yeah, she'd always be like, "Don't but I'm antibiotic." Yeah, antibiotic right? means antibiotic. <laughs> antibiotic yeah. in, in in immigrant language is like the best medicine you yeah, can she get. Thought, she thought it was like world class. So like any medicine. any type of illness you got, you wanted an antibiotic. You wanted an antibiotic yeah. because like, it was like that was the top notch medicine. Before she passed, when she got really sick. When we took her to the hospital to comfort her, I told her, "I'm like they're giving you antibiotics." <laughs> yeah. Well, they also, in in fairness, is because the medicine that they were in, they uh, experienced in their home countries, or in the case of Afghanistan, antibiotic was was the top was yeah. considered the top medicine yeah. that you would get. Yeah, no, if you, you got, got an antibiotic, it's yeah. always a big deal, yeah. right? So this is this is particularly interesting. But now you there's I've, a case in Southern California. Yeah, this two, is what we're talking about. Two, two cases. There's two, so there was a fucking measles outbreak at the end game premiere in there Fullerton. Right? Exposed everyone. It there. Exposed everyone yeah, there. And gamed everybody. So, she did. Yeah. So check Finger this out. Finger snapped him. Yeah. So me, you know, I went on a fucking Facebook rampage and I told every, I said, if you're an anti-vaxxer, I hope they fucking ship your ass to an island with a bunch of other anti-vaxxers so you guys can all fucking die together. Right? And then I got cussed out by some girl I went to high school with. It's always some middle class girl. Yeah, middle class white chick who I went mm -hmm. to high school with. Mm -hmm. She's like, I watched this documentary called Vaxxed. It's very credible. It's frustrating, too, because there's a lot of responsible young couples, young family members, young uh, parents that are responsible, that are taking care of their kids, that are vaccinating their children. But it's that small subset of the population that doesn't, that fucks it up for everybody else. It is really fucked up. It's really messed up. And it's frustrating, too, because you it's not a generational thing. This isn't like boomers are fucking it up. It's like young kids, our generation, yeah. that are doing it. We went to high school it's together. us. It's our people. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's actually crazy? Is that you, you mentioned the whole thing about about immigrants being very much about vaccination. Yeah. Um, I think John Oliver did a piece on this a couple of years ago, but there was a, a huge uh, measles outbreak in Minnesota for a Somali community. Yeah. Um, and it was because uh, people came in that weren't, that weren't Somali telling them that vaccination caused autism. Yeah. So this community in Minnesota, and there was like, there was like, I'm looking up right now, actually. Is this where Ilhan Omar is from? Yeah. She's from Minnesota, right? There's like 46 children. Yeah. You know, and then forty. You know, like it was, they had um, the the uh, measles. The same thing what we're getting here in Southern California. Dude, mm -hmm. this fucking disease was literally almost eradicated from this planet yeah. until some idiot fucking doctor decided. Hey, now discredited. By now that. discredited. Yeah. Lost his license. Andrew Wakefield. Is yeah, Andrew Wakefield. Yeah. He's also the director of the documentary Vaxxed, by the way. Yeah. Right for all those people who tell me it's a fucking credible fucking documentary, we had an episode about documentaries a few episodes back. Go check it out. All right, we talked about how people think they're smart because of these documentaries, but because this idiot fucking wrote this fake medical journal about it, which the medical journal that he wrote for rescinded and apologized for putting it out. Mm -hmm. This guy lost his license. Lancet, by the way, yeah. no longer able to make money being a fucking physician. So what does he have to do? He's gonna spread propaganda to make money. Right. Well, I mean, I have no idea what his personal beliefs are. Right. It's very possible that he does genuinely believe the bullshit. He that he's falsified being. evidence. He did falsify evidence. The, here, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. He comes from a position of authority, which is one of the reasons why, if you tell, 
immigrant communities who are also who tend to be very mistrustful of of authority in general that there is someone that's going to screw them over they can become quite vulnerable to this discourse mm-hmm. measles outbreak is a predominantly white middle class experience with some exceptions international yeah. travel but not predominantly an immigrant experience right no. most immigrants tend to be very well vaccinated but anti-vaxxing as an idea as a conspiracy theory can end up taking root in immigrant communities why is that because immigrant communities are mistrustful of the government, government power etc so enough. as even though right now anti-vaxxing is a predominantly white white mom thing white mom issue this is something that if it enters into the bloodstream can actually spread farther I have seen plenty of Afghan immigrants, Muslim immigrants, etc., who are starting to not be anti-vaxxers, but at least consider some of the discourse. Do, doesn't vaccination cause autism? Is a question I've heard before from people who they themselves are vaccinated. Do they smoke a lot of weed? Right. So this is this is something that we've got to recognize is how these things end up in the bloodstream. So that even though now we all mock anti-vaxxers, oh, they're crazy and whatnot, but anti-vaxxers are l- first larger than we think. There's a larger yeah. number yeah. of them than we realize. They're just not that vocal. They're not always yeah. that vocal. Some of, them, some of them are very vocal, but not all of them. Yeah. And two, how those ideas spread through osmosis. There's a way in which people absorb this information without actively going, I'm an anti-vaxxer crusader, right? Not everyone is out there posting Facebook, but they can absorb that information. And that becomes a problem, mm-hmm. right? If you have a recent immigrant community that's now being told that vaccinations cause autism, mm-hmm. suddenly that communities going to be like, okay well we're not gonna, they're not anti-vaxxers they're not going to be posting yeah. about it yeah. they're not going to be spreading their information but they won't go get the just like this small community that got the measles yeah. a couple which, years is, ago. which is why i needed to clarify the importance of can i in that matter just mention how fucked up it is to people or how fucked up it is that people would rather your child you'd rather you and your child be susceptible to a v- fucking crazy disease and have autism, right? There's a weird anti-autism, right? As if like having autism is like the worst thing in the world. To to say like I'd rather my child be at risk of dying from this disease that could potentially be eradicated. But the problem is that they don't believe that they're that 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 not vaccinating their children puts their children at risk. Part of anti-vaxxing is not is not saying that I'm willing to risk my child getting measles so that they don't get autism. There's a the, the implicit anti-autism is there, but the belief is that the vaccinations don't actually protect you from these diseases. That's unnecessary. Those diseases are gone and they remove you're not going to you're not going to get them. So if you talk to anti-vaxxers, they don't actually say I'm willing to risk my child. That's not how they think. They think that the the shot that's being given uh-huh. is fake. The shot that's been given is over medication. That it's it's, yeah, it's it's poison. It's poison that the pharmaceutical companies are making money off of. That, that you don't need vaccinations. Your body and there's other ways of health that you can survive. That 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 the diseases that you're supposed to vaccinate for are not nearly as dangerous as as there, which is an even worse kind of fear. Yeah. Because there's 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 a deliberate like gambling going on. But these people don't think they're gambling. They think that their kids are safe from what they're doing. V, do you still have that like Wakefield up on there? Do you know when he wrote that article on the it Lancet? It was in the early 2000s. So early 2000s. Okay. Yeah, like... So if there have been very like maybe like one or two cases yeah. in the U.S. in the U.S. up until like 
the early 2000s before this guy wrote that article. Yeah. And then since that article has gotten widespread and people decided to not vaccinate, yet the number of measles outbreaks have gone up by like hundreds of percent compared to the last 20 years. Yeah. What is that telling you? Like, you know, you're not, you're, I mean, that's, I'm not saying that no, we no, believe no, no, that. No, 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 up the ingredients list and it's a bunch of stuff in there that they can't pronounce and they all of a sudden assume that it's all bad stuff. Yeah, there was a scientist recently that talked about uh, a chemical. Uh-huh. She talked about this chemical that was very dangerous and it's very if it's in your food and, and it's your shot, you gotta be very careful. And then she ended up going, but what I just said was water. Uh-huh. This is the scientific term for water plus something else. Uh-huh. But because it sounds scary yeah. and it sounds official, I can make it seem like this is deadly to you. Man, motherfucking right. riboflavin sounds yeah. scary. Or they yeah. talk about the mercury thing, right? Because yeah. there's like because there's like some preservative. Yeah, in MMR, the mercury, or some. shit. It doesn't matter what right. it is, though, right? But at the same time, I, I think I'm more upset with the fact that there is. I mean, when I was much more active in the mixed martial arts community in Orange County, right? There's mm-hmm. a lot of big health food people who are into that stuff, or in the sports thing, right? And these are the worst perpetrators. These people with their fucking biceps and their petroleum and shit, or whatever they rub on their on their muscles. Uh, they're talking about. About about living a healthy lifestyle and being and they're and they're completely against vaccination because they think that somehow because it sounds synthetic that it's not good for you. Yeah, everything right? is synthetic. First of all, now yeah. I'm I I come from a lifestyle that is more quote unquote organic. I'm not that doesn't mean I'm always picking things that are organic, but yeah. I tend to live more. I don't. There's not a lot of chemicals. Yeah, you don't drink soda. Very I don't often. drink soda very often. I drink Coke very often. I mean, I don't drink uh, uh, coffee very often. Teas is what I drink. So, like, there's a lot of, like, chemical stuff that I'm, I'm like, I'm you don't not drink coffee at all. I don't drink coffee at all. I've had some coffee. Not a no. lot. I mean, not, like, regularly, but once a year, maybe, I've had it. Damn, you drink more coffee than I do. Um, I've, well, I mean, it's been, like, five years or something. But I've had, like, coffee. Yeah. Um, I don't drink energy drinks, right? So, like, I'm okay yeah, yeah. with that idea. But the idea that somehow that something is synthetic means that it's less, it's just not true. It's, this is the most also, privileged bullshit also, also in my more, life. Also, like, the reality being that most of our food is going to become more and more synthetic. Yeah. What's particularly freaking frustrating about this this kind of notion that, 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 that you know, uh, if, if it's synthetic, it's somehow deadlier, right? It's mm-hmm. like all the medications that you're taking are are based out of chemicals drawn out of the material world, right? Yeah. There are things... This isn't just like some scientist decided in a, in a laboratory, I'm going to mix these two things together. No, these are chemicals that we see in the organic world, uh-huh. right? It exists. This is why this is why things like superfoods and, and whatnot are being reinvestigated. A lot uh-huh. of these chemicals are found in the natural world and then they're synthesized, right? Yeah. They're taken to the... And there's a reason why that. Now, again, there's, there's a valid criticism to be made mm-hmm. of over-medication. 100%. Right? I'm a big believer that there is an over-medication that happens. I agree. That you should be careful with your medication. But there's a completely different stance to be taken when it comes to to vaccination, right? Vaccination is about over-medication. It's literally about preventative medicine. The most important component of medication is not when you break your leg to then get a cast on it, but to ensure you don't break your leg in the first place, right? Because your muscles and your bones are strong enough to withhold you walking down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. 
right? right? Preventative medicine is important. And we're now living in an era which I think social media and technology has amplified to a whole different level. Yeah. I'll right. give you an example. So if you heard the term diacetyl, yeah. acetylpropanol, and acetoin, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Scary words. Scary words. Yes, Guess you're what? talking about acetone. Yeah. yeah. Guess what? These are the three flavor components for butter. Yep. Uh-huh. This is like I learned this when I was going through my SOM exam. Yeah. These are the things. These are the characteristic co- chemicals that come together that make the flavor of butter. Yep. Huh. Right. So, if if you look at those words, you're not going to think butter. No, you think right? oh shit. Yeah. Synthetic chemical poison. Exactly. Nope. Motherfuckers eat it on their toast every single morning. Yep. yep. Yep, yep, yep. Right, so just, just, I mean, you gotta, you gotta think a little bit more yeah. than just you know. your patchouli oil isn't gonna save you from fucking measles. Yeah. Please stop because you're giving everybody else measles. Yeah, all your stupid DoTerra essential oils ain't gonna save you from no smallpox and measles. What about what about amethyst? Amethyst. Crystal healing. Amethyst crystals are acceptable. No, amethyst. Yeah. It's amethyst. The oils I draw a line. Yeah. Iggy Azalea is amethyst. Wasn't that her name? Amethyst. Yeah, it is her name. Yeah. It is her name. Whatever. There was another thing that pissed me off this week. All right. Yeah. And it was you, motherfucker. What did I do? It was you. I was listening back to last week's podcast, and say? you were talking shit about Steve Rogers, and how did he, I? Yes. Spoiler. I thought you were his biggest fan. And you too, motherfucker. You were, they, both you motherfuckers are perpetrators of this You were on crime. the podcast. Why are you surprised? Yeah, I, know. I know. I know. But I was listening back, and I was very upset that I didn't did defend like his honor. Did you cry during the movie? No, no, no. I didn't. Uh-huh. Shut up, bitch. Uh-huh. I, I cried. I didn't cry again because I didn't watch the movie again. I don't want to cry anymore. Wait, what, what, what did I say that made Shh. you so angry? Let me, let, let and me why was it just last week? You yeah. said plenty of shit. I know, but shut mm-hmm. up. Okay, spoiler alert for people who haven't watched Endgame. By this time you've watched it. Yeah, by this yeah. time you should have watched I it. I doubt our listeners have, haven't seen any. If you haven't, screw you. I'm going to spoil it again. You two yeah. were pissed off that Steve Rogers, Captain America, the captain, was able to wield Mjolnir. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I was listening back to an interview with the nerd god Joss Whedon. Right? We elected him king of the nerds, by the way. Yeah, I've I've, I've rescinded that election. Okay. <laughs> it was Russian interference. <laughs> Russian interference. You didn't count. You were deciding vote. You didn't count. Yeah. yeah. My lawyer got arrested. Yeah. You were the one who defended him. I went Kevin Smith, but no, it was you. So, uh, anyways, Russian Russian interference. Joss Sweden yeah. was doing a Q and A with some fans, yeah, and a fan went up to him and said, "How was Captain America not worthy?" And he said, "Was he not worthy?" Mm. Was he not, or was he just not wanting to lift the hammer to not make the rest of the Avengers feel bad? Oh, that's that's the most cop out answer I've ever seen in my life because you could see him trying to lift that. No, 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 no. Listen, every other motherfucker who tried to lift it could not make the thing budge. It moved. You saw the look of sheer fear in the eyes of no, Odinson. No, no, this is this is a this. You're now fabricating. You know this what? This is fake news. I refuse funny. to call Odinson Thor because he whoever Odinson for the record. I don't know why you Odinson. Make, you, you I don't know why you're making it. <laughs> his last name. Yeah, it's Odinson. No, no, Odinson. I like Odinson better. No, no, no. I have to anglicize it. No, it's Odinson. Whatever. He is no longer Thor. Steve Rogers is Thor. No, that doesn't count because this he is, is Mjolnir, worthy, it's Mjolnir from the past, not Mjolnir in the present. <laughs> nope. It was the same. He put the enchantment on it. 
Nope. Captain America is also Captain American Thor. No. Captain American Thor. Okay. First, deal. first of all, as a as a deep, we didn't pronounce as it. a fan of Thor. I just want to say, go fuck yourself. Oh. Mm. Uh, and, second. Yeah, second. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, I acknowledge your second. <laughs> <in there. laughs> uh, put in the record. Yes, you were both wrong. <laughs> second of all, that has got to be the thinnest excuse and stretch I've ever heard in my life. Maybe he could have lifted the hammer, but he chose not to. Bullshit. Hey, man. Bullshit. You elected that motherfucker the, king of the he nerds. Could have, uh, you could see that he puts his effort into it. And the, if he had been able to lift it, it wouldn't have resisted. It was very clearly resisting. It budged, but it didn't lift. If you put your effort into something and it goes... That means that there's resistance holding it back. So, therefore, by the sheer laws of physics and uh, nerd magic... We saw we saw bullshit. his muscles engaging no, 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 no. whilst trying to bullshit. lift. I can engage my muscles trying to lift, pretend to lift no, this water bottle. It looks, like it, it looks very clearly that you're not lifting uh, it. I'm yeah. lifting! No, it doesn't. I'm lifting! We also need to hit the gym. Yeah. <laughs> Good lord. You, you're going to give yourself an aneurysm. <laughs> Take it easy. First of all... Give yourself a stroke. Y'all are hypocrites. <laughs> Try to lift a water bottle yeah. on a podcast. Yeah. Y'all done... Elected Joss Sweden King of the Nerds. Yeah, I already said we we, no, no, we no. take oh, his election back. We take it back now that he disagrees no, with you. No, before you said he disagreed with us. Because the knew. second you brought up his name, you, you knew. I withdrew. The second <laughs> I withdrew the appellation because you knew no, that no, it would come no. back to haunt you. No, it wouldn't come back to haunt it me. Haunted the, you. the man made two Avengers and they both sucked. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he that's didn't true. say that when they came out. They sucked. You I say that like now. Mm. You say that now. Fuck off. Piece of shit. Oh, stop. Uh, any, one, stop uh, living the past, Diz, okay? Yeah, no. Just because you're past your prime doesn't, it doesn't mean... Even, it doesn't even matter. Captain America is Thor. Who cares? He lifted the hammer. He's old as shit now, and he's going to die. <laughs> Whatever. He got I don't married. give a fuck if he, he lifted the, one, the hammer. He he's an old piece of shit that anyone could beat up now. He's going to die. You know what? He's dying. He's dying, and there's nothing you could do about it. Fair enough. Whatever. I'm okay. Captain America is black now. Maybe there's not to be any oppression <laughs> maybe this helps no you, you know, know his ass can get shot yeah. the first 10 minutes he's ah, out of peace he's, he's gonna around. be fighting off some alien he's gonna spend more he's yeah. gonna spend more time with the fighting off the cops than he is Seriously, anyone else yeah. what's sam's last name wilson Sam Wilson, poor guy. He's gonna get sh- Captain America gets shot by the yeah. police. Falcon here is gonna get. He's yeah. gonna get netted Sir, like crazy. where did you get this shield from? Yeah, he stole it. Bam, <laughs> shot. That's, That's horrible. Why would you make jokes like that? Yeah, I'm just. I said it's you not, made those yeah, jokes. I mean, I said he I was, said was gonna, fine. I didn't say he was gonna get shot. Yeah, it's not untrue. Untrue. It's not untrue. <laughs> it's not untrue. He said it. But I will tell you. Um, First of all, Diz, you should not be putting Captain America on such a pedestal. Why? It's a, it's a, it's ridiculous because you're a fan of MMA, you're a fan of WWE, and you have to understand that PED use is a horrible thing. What's PED use? Performance enhancing drugs. Oh yeah, he okay? is. He's, everything Literally, special about him came out of a bottle. Yeah. Not to mention <laughs> Calm shield, down, shield made by somebody else, yeah. strength made by somebody yeah. else, so speed this, made by somebody yeah. else. This this is this is that guy. He was me, the little scrawny guy who ju- I wouldn't jump on that grenade. Out of ran, out of fucking yeah. dipped. He's a he's a he was a skinny <laughs> ass guy. Had a dipped. Who was trying to prove something because he felt inadequate compared to everyone else in that world. I can do this all day. The greatest regret I had is that he didn't get his face broken in that movie. It's before rude. he became Captain America, it's rude. He did use the Power Stone and punch if, him. It would have been amazing. No, who did he punch if the Power before Stone? The, if the movie ended because some bully punched him in his face and he, 
<laughs> and he left him, <laughs> left him in a hospital bed yeah, that's fucked up. in a okay. coma. I don't hate Captain America that I much. I do. Fuck okay. Captain America. I'm not a huge fan Thor of Thor all the way. The man is a demigod ah. who controls Thor. thunder. Oh, he's a fan Thor. of Thor. So you're a fan of Steve Rogers because he is Thor. He's not Thor. <laughs> he's Thor. That's not, first of all, that's not how it works. How it you works. don't become Thor. You get the powers of it's Thor. It's like that, that, that This isn't the, the comic stone. books. This isn't the comic it's, books. It's, this is the movies. In the movies, you get the power of Thor. Now, you don't become Thor. He is Thor. Yeah, but did you see him get... Did you see all the metal come on him? Did you see him develop a cape? No. Because yeah, Odin was him. dead. He couldn't yeah. do it at that time. No, it has nothing to do with Odin. Yeah. Odin has nothing to do... Did Captain America shoot any lightning when he yeah, got Yeah, he did. He did shoot lightning. He did. He did. Okay, he, he, summoned, did. he summoned See, some he was okay. Thor. The power of, of Thor. Yes, he no, was Thor. Thor. No, I've, Thor. I've read the sword in the stone. If you pick the sword out of the stone, you, you the You don't king. become King Arthur. You become yeah. king, you yeah, dumbass. Yeah. He's king. He's now Thor. Arthur picked the sword out Thor of the Thor isn't thing. a title. Thor is a name. You, yeah, you, he's a Thor. <laughs> fucking... He is the lord of Asgard. Mentally decrepit troglodyte. Well, Steve Rogers is the king of Asgard. I proclaimed it. Actually, the queen Asgard of Asgard is in is, ruin right now. Is a uh, Valkyrie. Well, no, that's because now, Steve of course Rogers... you would naturally take it away from a black woman to uh, give it to a white Rod- man. Rogers gave up the title. You are a white supremacist, upholding wannabe Rogers white brown person. Gave that's up what he the is. title. He did not want to be king of Asgard. He let Thor do it. Thor then decided, you know what? I'm fat. I want to go drink beer in the galaxy. I'm gonna go with these space pirates. And save the galaxy. I have, no, I have no idea why I've chosen you to be on this podcast. Steve Absolutely. Rogers, you bring nothing to this conversation. Steve Rogers, you bring nothing Thor. to this conversation. I just, this is it. I'm, I'm, I proclaimed it. It is fact. This joke was not funny five minutes ago. It's still not funny. I've proclaimed it. Good luck. I second. Noted. No, I'm tired of you guys picking on me. I'm gonna come back. I'm not. You know, bullying is not fun. Be a star. Don't be a bully. You were the one that brought that shit up. Well, it's I was defending building character. someone's honor. Building character. Because you guys bullied Captain America. I didn't bully Captain America. You I just did. said I don't care for him. You, you can't did. bully propaganda. You bullied mm-hmm. him. You bullied him. You guys are terrible people. Whatever. I, I said what I had to say, and I'm done with it. I don't care if you don't believe me, or if you don't like my rationale. And yet you're still talking about the it. The world does. Just saying. Mm. But, Whatever. Did you guys watch the Spider-Man trailer? No. What? I did. I did. Yeah, I watched it. I watched it. I gotta say, I like, I like this Spider-Man. I'm a fan. Honestly, this is... Tom Holland, I think, is probably the best Peter Parker. Uh, Yeah, best Peter Parker. Yeah, Not yeah. the best Spider-Man. I think the best Spider-Man was... Um, was Garfield? Garfield. What? I didn't watch any of I his I think shit. he was snarkier, in, which is kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. But I think in terms of Peter Parker, yeah. There's just something... It's hard not to like Holland. He's very He's likeable. endearing. He's yeah. very endearing. He's earnest. He's a nice guy. He's always spoiling things. He's yeah, that's spoiler. why they put the spo- he put a spoiler warning in front of the uh, yeah. in front of the trailer. I thought yeah. that was really funny and ironic. Mm. <laughs> they had this guy give a spoiler warning. Yeah, yeah. it was cool. Um, I didn't understand a lot about the trailer. So you have to. So this is an interesting one because in the in context of of Endgame, this is happening after. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, as far as I know, anyway. Um, yeah. Though it was it was filmed before, I think it was. As, I, as far as, as I understand I it, so. it was either filmed before or during. Yeah. So um, they had the rough outlines. Well, yeah, I think it was during because Tom Holland wasn't in a lot of Endgame. Yeah. Right. But then they did this thing where, you know, it's like he's, uh, you know, he's on vacation. Mm-hmm. Right. They went to Venice. They're in Italy, apparently. Okay. You know, Nick Fury is stalking them all weird. Oh, yeah. 
you know, and then there's uh, and then it's like it's obviously the thing where it's it's his evolution from being like a neighborhood hero mm-hmm. like he is in the first movie to being a superhero. To being a superhero. Yeah. Right. And that's I think that's that is the difference right there. It's like him in the first movie, it was him trying to do more than his capability was. Yeah. Right. And it was start pulling me up and listen, you gotta you gotta do the small stuff before you do the big stuff. And in this one, it's him trying to stick to that mantra, but Nick Fury or the powers that be are telling him no. You are a superhero, and you have more responsibility now. You're no longer just a neighborhood guy, right? You're a, you're a, you're supposed to be saving the world from bigger threats. Yeah, yeah. And then Nick Fury uh, cussed in the in the damn trailer. Yeah, yeah. Only he, Sam Jackson could get away. Yeah, with that. he even called him out. He said, "You were in space. <laughs> you can't be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man if you were in space." But you know what? This this trailer kind of pissed me off too. I've just been mad all week. It's fucking measles, Thor. And now the Spider-Man trailer. I don't understand the logic behind... He's turning into an incel. Mm. What? No, fuck off. I'm, I don't understand the logic behind it, right? Mm. Because in Endgame, when they did... This is bound to be brilliant. When they undid the snap, <laughs> yeah. right? They just brought back people that got snapped f- the five years ago, yeah. right? Uh-huh. How come all of Peter Parker and his friends... Like gets, I, I just, I'm sure they didn't. But but like MJ didn't got snapped. The, the Hawaiian kid got snapped. Is he Hawaiian? I don't know what he is. Mm-hmm. But he got snapped. He got snapped. The little Indian kid who's um the the bad guy now. Maybe Flash. Flash, Flash Thompson. Yeah, Flash. He got snapped. Right, because they're all the same age. Maybe. If you see the trailer, they're all the yeah, same. Yeah, but age. five years is you. Sometimes like certain kids, you look like you know five years have passed. Okay, not. cool. You're a sophomore in high school. Five years from then, you're supposed to be a sophomore in college. That's not how it works. You can't stay fucking 15 for five years. You don't... You, you, it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. Right? And that whole, you know, like, everyone coming back after the snap thing just put a lot of stuff in my head. Yeah, but, I mean, we have no idea. We haven't seen the movie. They could figure out the timeline thing. Or maybe they don't figure out the timeline thing. Yeah, see, I don't just, know. It's just throwing me off, right? Because let's say, like... Part of know, it is because I, I'm not sure if they knew the full contours of endgame yeah see like i just feel like it, it fucked a lot of shit up it's like what if you were a newborn baby right yeah you'd be five years old yeah oh well, what if you were giving birth and then you got snapped while you were giving birth what happens then you know what i'm saying okay you're overthinking like, this first I'm just, second of it's all marvel it's marvel yeah second <laughs> of all seven, second yeah. of all i think uh, the issue that they're going to deal with is and i think they're going to deal with it in homecoming is that people are going to be out of step yeah, or at least I hope they do. If they don't, then then yeah, it's supposed, clear. This is technically cl- supposed to be the end of phase three. This is uh, then it's clear that they haven't figured it out. Yeah, which but, is weird because Disney Marvel has been so good. Generally, about maintaining so good. The, but yeah, the I think I think they will play up to this. I mean, to a certain extent, the end game was about this, right? It's like how do you survive afterwards, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're going to do something similar with Homecoming. It's like just because people are back doesn't mean. Everything is okay. Yeah, life is... It's great. You get half the population back, but that doesn't mean life goes back to the way things were. The other half of the population has lived five years. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. And they literally, they've... It's uh, the equivalent yeah. would be a pr- like being in prison for five years and yeah. then coming back. The world has moved on. You're out of step with the world by five years. Think yeah. of the type of PTSD that would occur after something like that Yeah, happened. totally. You know, it'd be really crazy. You know, you, you finally moved on from being able to... 
Yeah. You know, from all that stuff. And then all of a sudden it all comes back and then and then you're trying to reconcile your past yeah. with what you've become. What if you've moved on and now something you got to, you know? Yeah. What if you remarried? Well, I think the part yeah, of so right? Yeah. I think to a certain extent, emotionally, at least, I'd, I'm not sure about the story arc. I could be mm -hmm. wrong. So maybe you're right in that regard. But I think emotionally, it does seem like they are playing the fact that Peter Parker is grieving. Yeah. Right? And I think Peter Parker as a, as a superhero is quite interesting in that regard is that grief is a is part of his motivation oh, yeah, right? it's Uncle not ben. all superheroes are grieving but all superheroes are dealing with some type of trauma yeah, but him grieving. his is always grief mm -hmm. right well batman's isn't grief because uh, he was a revenge. child his yeah. is revenge he killed right? my parents but for for spider-man he loses his his uncle mm -hmm. right? yeah. uncle yeah. ben and he grieves as a result of that and now you know we don't know the full story of of, of spider-man we don't know what's going on and and far away from home, but now he's far dealing with home. his far from whatever. Yeah. Now he's dealing with his only real father figure. Yes, also yeah. being dead. Yeah, and then I think there's also uh, okay. So you know, in this one, from what you see, he's fighting these elementals, fire yeah. giant, all this other type of stuff that Ali would summon if he ever got mad. And then interesting, it's yeah, true. Yeah, it's true. And then you know, Jake Gyllenhaal shows up. Oh. And you know he's as playing. A, yeah, he's, he's, playing the, he's a fan favorite character. I he's weird. As a kid, Jake as a kid, when I watched the animated series, I was never a huge Spider-Man universe guy. I just didn't like the, all the animal guys, right? Mm -hmm. But Mysterio was my favorite because he was the only guy that wasn't an yeah. animal. He's also right? one of the few characters that that is entirely talent. Yeah, his like power. Like, he doesn't a, have powers. He doesn't yeah. come from anything. He's just a stunt dude. He's a magician. Yeah, it's like he's able. He's an illusionist, right? So everything he does is all about kind of creating illusions yeah. to like trick so people. he's like super elaborate yeah he's yeah I to, like so super complicated yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, i don't he always he's always the only reason he's ever like the only reason he ever gets beat mm -hmm. is because he ends up caught up in his own too elaborate his plans are too elaborate so it makes him a fan favorite anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a long time well, know that I'm not a fan of the Spider-Man. You've been traumatized. Well, I was never. I wasn't a fan until Tom Holland. Yep. So I don't know anything about this Mysterion, right? Yeah. I Mysterio. like G Mysterio. Mysterio. Mysterion's from South Park. Yeah. I don't know much about Mysterio, right? I know Ray Mysterio from wrestling. I like him, but yeah. Um, your sexual deviations aside, what's your problem with Mysterio? I don't understand, like, because it's like Jake Gyllenhaal is a very hard guy to hate, you know? Unless you're a Persian and you can hate him for being the Prince of Persia. Oh uh, yeah, we haven't forgiven him for that. But mm -hmm. like. How many times do you hate Jake Gyllenhaal in the movie? He's got that, like, just that lovable quality to him. I don't want to say that. I've disliked him for years. In what movie? I don't know. Just disliked him. Like, in every movie he plays, he's that, like, quirky, like, nice guy. That, like, yeah, I don't know. You I kind of hated him in Bubble Boy. He was in that one movie, Night Stalker or some shit, where he was really creepy. I didn't watch that. It was like, he was uh, in Paparazzi. Hmm. Was, like, oh, yeah. get, people yeah. getting accidents. Well, see photos. Was it, it, was, it didn't get big. You know, you technically, they haven't actually shown Mysterio's hand in this one. It's like, he's a villain in the comics. But, but they there's betray no clear, him. Yeah. yeah, they betray him as an ally in this one, and then they also what they did was with Endgame, they kind of created the concept of multiversing, right? And then now the he's not even the mysterious like the character isn't even the one in that world. He's one from a multiverse. This well, is that's what, what they say. Yeah, anyway, but I don't right? understand like, why they went to that angle of saying he's not from this world. He's from the multiverse. When in Endgame, they made it clear that by returning the objects back to their original timelines at the exact same time where they were taken yeah it would not that they would not create ooh was it because captain american thor went back and didn't 
and stayed there. Maybe he fucked up the timeline. Or maybe because Loki escaped. Ooh, that could also yeah, be. Yeah, so it. there's, I mean, there's other ways of kind of explaining it, right? But what the multiverse creation has done is allowed for number one, they're going, where were, where were all these people during this whole time, right? Like mm. Mysterio just kind of shows up, like, oh well. You know, he's from a different universe, right? Because it's like all of a sudden, yeah. like, why wasn't there a Mysterio before this, right? So it gives them a chance to do that. But it also opens them up to some interesting crossovers. Now that Disney owns, you know, Fox or all the the, the Fox Star titles, right? X-Men. Next thing you know, Wolverine may show up, right? They could do that. It's hmm. like if they were, if you know, they're they're not in the same universes, right? You can't have the X Men there the whole time in New York or Connecticut and yeah. not have them fight against the Chitauri, Upstate right? New York, yeah. yeah. So they have this whole. They, I think they open it up to some possibilities, but it also creates such a messy story. Yeah, that, the problem like, yeah. of Marvel has always been, and this is the same with all comic books, not just Marvel, but the comic books is that the multiverse introduces too much of a mess. Yeah, Earth, this Earth, this Earth, like there's seven, yeah, a million different types of Earths, and as a result, the story and this. Is the reason they did that is to allow diversity of writers so that every writer can take a whack at at yeah you know Wolverine or whatnot. Yeah. So there'd be multiple types of Wolverine. But it also introduces messiness. That's one of the reasons why I don't read a lot of comic books. It's too all over the place. Yeah. See for me this, this, when I stopped watching Flash was when they started bringing in the multiverse like Earth 2 and shit yeah it gets too much. I, it's yeah, too much I was like I don't, I don't like this so yeah this is a risk I think well, I don't know if it'll will it lead to you know Phase 4 being cool I don't yeah know. you know we don't know I think if they do it if they downplay the multiverse concept if they mm-hmm. go alright we're gonna use it as the vehicle in which we get new characters in yeah but not make it so it's like there's a huge involvement with yeah. the other universes then they could do something well, we, we, same thing with time travel right yeah, you could yeah. do time travel but with like a touch yeah a touch of time travel too much time travel confusing same thing with multiverse right just a touch yeah so I but I think they're smart enough it's like the hint of oregano yeah. right yeah yeah. you can't go you can't do too much with it too yeah. much yeah. you could do time travel if that's all you're doing right Doctor Who great back to the future yeah but they, it's not that they, that's all you do It's you have to lean into it right it's like yeah. back to the future doesn't quite work with time travel right it's a little bit messy also but it's cool it's a little, a little funky it's cool because we romanticize it yeah Doctor Who on the other hand completely acknowledges contradictions because yeah paradoxes contradictions they're all acceptable yeah right because time is fucked up yeah, yeah. wibbly right? wobbly timey wimey so the, it leans into it whereas yeah. I think Avengers doesn't yeah but it, it, it really uses a lot of it and so I, it may it's one of the reasons why I think the weakest part of Endgame was hands down the time travel bit it yeah. was very confusing very much like it didn't make quite a lot of sense logic wise but you know it is what it is can I tell you what I'm worried about no all right, I'm going to tell you anyway, because I don't give a shit what you have to say. I'm worried now that, like, Stan Lee's gone, right? Because he was, like, you know, the executive producer of everything. He had his, his hand and stuff. He didn't have as much of a say as you think he did. Yeah, but, I think but, it was more out of, uh, it yeah. was more superficial than... But whatever. He had his Kevin hand Feige in things. Kevin Feige has way more control over what's going yeah. on whatever. than anyone else. Whatever. Stan Lee still had a hand in things, right? And I've seen in other things when the like person... Game of Thrones. Yeah, exactly. The person no, who's... see, the, 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 here's the thing. There's a, and I think the Game of Thrones illusions work, but not in the way that you think it does. George R. R. Martin uh-huh. books guided the shows, uh-huh. but George R. R. Martin didn't have as much of a say as people think he did. They eventually they kind of consulted with him every once in a while, but ninety percent of the stuff doesn't go past George R. R. Martin. Authors very rarely have. There's only one example of an author that has a lot of direct control. J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling has a lot of direct uh, control. Tolkien was already dead by the time. Tolkien was stuff. dead by the time he did. Uh, fucking what's his name? 
Stephen King has like zero oh, yeah, he hates, say. He hates a lot of this a shit. A lot of do. stuff. He just it just doesn't work. Oh, so same thing with what about that Twilight chick. She didn't have a lot of say in her stuff the either. Fifty Shades of Grey chick. Fifty. I don't know. I don't even, <laughs> but a lot. Most of them don't have a lot of say, right? In their adaptations. Mm-hmm. The same thing with this, with with um, Stan Lee. Stan Lee was really a figurehead at the end. Hmm. He everyone liked seeing him in the movies and yeah, whatnot, cool. but he didn't have a lot of say. He's like he wasn't telling people what how, what people should look like or what you know who you should cast, who you shouldn't, or what story. It all came down to Kevin Feige. He hmm. was the one who had all the power. And in many ways, this is the same thing with Game of Thrones. Like they know the broad strokes of where maybe George R. R. Martin is going, mm-hmm. but they're not consulted. George R. R. Martin, in fact, I think hasn't been consulted on the show for maybe four years now. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I think like, like the last time he actually was involved directly was in like the what, show. Season four, or season five? four was like the last episode he might have written. Because he usually Snow? wrote one one episode mm. a season where they stabbed John Stone. I right? think was that might have been the last episode. Whereas now, I mean, I don't even know what's going on. We're not even in adaptation series. We're in not even fan fiction. Yeah, because yeah, fan like, fiction can be good. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what to call this. I, I, what I'm do you gonna, call this? I'm going to tell you honestly. Like I, I, had, I talked to a friend of mine about this too. Where like. The, what the fans had postulated was infinitely better than right? what oh, yeah. right? Weiss and Benioff the decided. Dorn plot, all that stuff, like all the fan fiction and the fan theories were actually really good. Yeah, it's and cool. yeah, that pissed me off because I'm going. You literally have people who are rank amateurs at writing, doing way better job, creating than you creating connections that somehow you missed that were literally right in front of you. Man. Um, oh my god, and I I can't tell you like so. I, we're to, to be clear, we're talking about the last episode, episode. Four, four, four. Yeah, it's the last of season eight. Is the last, the last Stark. The last Stark. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is our review of it, and I think all three of us came away going. Whereas we were like, like lukewarm on the Battle of Winterfell, like we didn't hate it. Yeah, we didn't like it, but we didn't hate it. Yeah, it, was, eh. it scratched eh. all the itches that I needed yeah. for a battle. The right? battle yeah, was like, nice. Yeah, I think the end we weren't okay. Uh, Arya, with, oh, we sure. loved Arya, yeah. right? Yeah. But we weren't entirely on board with the way things all wrapped up. Yeah. This episode, I think we can say unanimously, not liked. I think the uh, I think the term you used when we were talking about was nosedived. Right? Yeah, yeah nosedive. Like, yeah. It nosedived. Negative five stars. It just it went south quickly, didn't it? Yeah, and it didn't really, and yeah, and and not in the way that that uh, the hound yeah. decided to go south. You know, unfortunately, you, yeah. you know, you know that meme of the dog surrounded by fire. Yeah, this is fine. Yeah, this is fine. This is fine. This this is me this watching is exactly Game of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah, that's how yeah, I feel. It's like. also you know I mean. Also a coffee cup on the table. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, on the, uh, yeah. Someone pointed out really rightfully so. You had two and a half years to make this episode and you missed the coffee cup. But it's like the chef kiss for this was that they literally yelled at us for last episode because people were like it was too dark yeah the director were like we like you this was just too dark you didn't it was it's like you it wasn't too dark you people don't know how to use your tvs yeah yes. and then like literally then the tweet, next yeah. episode it the was the coffee cup because yeah, yeah, it was two, two pieces mm, of the, shit the, the, oh, tweet, the twitter t- my friend lemo juice yeah, yeah. yeah the perfect wording <laughs> you know they, t- they took it out now right like Did if they? you if you try to watch it again on like hbo it's gone is it the coffee cup's gone now i don't think it's yeah. gone but i don't know now it is youtube clips and everything are still there yeah what's interesting is though HBO kind of leaned into it because yeah, they, like, they tweeted they're like you know uh, we understand that you were you were upset because Daenerys had left a latte on the table when you showed you tea. that it was actually herbal tea yeah. you know this whole thing I hate I hate, I hate when corporations try to act human yeah, fuck off anyways initial reactions nah didn't we just yeah. nosedive yeah. Yeah. nosedive yeah. totally yeah. bad yeah just I, it just went it went south really quickly was, was there it, any redeeming part of this episode it was Dormant. I mean there's parts of it were funny oh yeah Dormant yeah. 
Yeah. Parts of it were funny. Tormund yeah. was great. Yeah. yeah, I loved it. He was drunk. Tormund was great. Yeah. He's so good. He's just playing. I think he's just playing himself. Yeah, he's, he's a fun. That's a, he's having a fun. fun. Guy. I was watching uh, an interview he was doing with like some Aus- Australian journalist who was mm. trying to give him slang, and they gave him some word, and he didn't know what it was, so he just started doing the shimmy. He's like, "This is what it means," <laughs> and they're like, "You know what? It does now. <laughs> you get a point for that." Yeah, he's, uh, he was just having fun. I think was, there was parts of it that were funny. Yeah, there were parts of it, but I think. Uh, Acting again is good, but it's 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 tough when you have really good actors that are being fed bad lines. Uh, yeah, because uh, they, they do what they can with it. Yeah, but the but same some time, of the lines just, just so stilted. Like, oh god. Yeah. Can I just say, I don't understand something. I mean, my you don't man, a lot of things. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my man, Euron Greyjoy. No, I know exactly what Euron Greyjoy is. I, he's yeah. the Joffrey, the the Ramsay. Yeah. He's, he's the same supervillain no, 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 no. that they've been leaning he on. Is, yeah. He is ten times the supervillain they were. I've got under, I'm not he understanding. Has ten times the superpowers. I'm not understanding how. Uh, spoiler alert! Heads yeah. up: How two dragons survive an army of the dead and an ice dragon, but then get killed by. Pirate Boy. The okay. dude on a boat. George R. R. Martin. Pirate yes. Boy. Once wrote in the, in the book. He goes, One dragon in recorded history has been brought down from the air by a projectile. A projectile and it was a one in a million shot. A mature dragon in the air is virtually invulnerable. Yeah. He, he wrote that in the book. Dragons, dragons. you generally... Okay, they're not virtually, but they have been killed. Well, that's what he wrote. Yeah, yeah. In the air. Yeah. In the air. There is a case, for example, in in the Dance of Dragons, in which they were in the dragon pits, uh-huh. where um, they did the people were able to kill them because they were they were trapped in yeah. in cages. You can stab. Dragons aren't invulnerable, but they're very difficult to kill. They sit in the air. But the air thing is a hundred percent real on this. This is even regardless of what George R. R. Martin says. As those of us that have played Smaug. medieval battles, or mm. who know any knowledge of medieval history, that's not how ballistas work. That's just not yeah, how they yeah, work. Yeah. They're not that accurate, first of all. Yeah, they're meant to shoot at walls. They're meant to shoot at sedentary objects. Yeah. Two, the idea of... We've seen how fast these dragons move. Yeah. Ridic- I mean, the fact that she's able to go from Dragonstone to north of the wall yeah. in what seems like 45 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or the fact that we saw the dragon, uh, the ice dragon, the way it flew against the wall, how fast it was. You could barely see it. Yeah. They're very fast. There's no way... Even if you were leading or aiming, that you could be able to hit a dragon at that distance. No, you it just couldn't. It, it would have caught just it. It's a. It, it was like luck, pure luck, would it? And not five times luck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that motherfucker had one shot at Smaug. What was the guy's name? Luke Bard. Bard. Yeah, Bard had one shot to get Smaug, and he got the one shot, and it was a lucky shot. This motherfucker shot the guy five times. Yeah. So, Smaug also had a weak spot. Yeah. I don't know what this dragon's weak spot is. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand what that what happened there. Also, because V and I were talking about this earlier, he's like, he shot through the mountain. Yeah, like if you notice, he, he's like, oh yeah, you don't do see you him that? until you turn them out. Like surprise, shoot a dragon in yeah. the air from, First, a, from like, a boat, right? Yeah, you're on a boat, and not like on one boat, but you're on a fleet of ships. How did Danny not see them? Yeah, how does? First of all, this is the second time this motherfucker's ambushed people by pirate ship. Multiple times he's ambushed people. He ambushed her army, first of all, and he took out the Sand Snakes and Yara. Then he ambushed the uh, Dothraki in Casterly Rock. He attacked their ships. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. He's, like, repeatedly done this. Again, we've noted that there are no surprise attacks on ships. You see ships 
coming from a distance. They either overtake you or you're able to escape them. If they, that's how pirates work. You know, yeah. pirates don't sneak up on you. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. like, even today, but like when we talk about Somali pirates, I'm the captain now. They don't surprise you. You don't want to. Like, oh, where did you come from? Yeah. They, you don't see them us. coming. They're just fast, so you can't escape them. Yeah. Right. It's the same thing. It's like. There's no sneak attacks, but somehow everyone's like, can't see the entire left side of my, like, for whatever reason, Danny can't see. But then on top of all of that, not only is there not sneak attacks, she's fucking flying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, she I don't, has the best vantage yeah. point in the world. It's over. You're on. She has the high ground. <laughs> she has the high ground. <laughs> like, and not only just has the high ground, but it's like, they literally mentioned before she started her journey that the iron... Born, yeah, had yeah, ferried yeah. the Golden Company to Westeros. And then on the director's commentary, uh-huh. Benioff, fucking piece of shit, Benioff, goes, you know, Danny had been, hadn't forgot, she had forgotten about the Iron Fleet. And I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean she's forgotten she's about that? Not only did they just talk about it, she's got the world's most powerful spy master on her hand. Yeah. Fuck the spy master. She's got a sentient tree god thing. Yeah. Right? <laughs> You're telling me Brandon wants to go, hey, you know what? I see that they're hanging out around Dragonstone. You should be careful. Yeah. <laughs> Just once. No, he lives in the past now. Yeah. Okay, whatever. That's what he said, right? I live in the past now. He literally found out that that the long lost bastard child, that, that the long lost blood. He literally was able to figure out bloodline. Right? I can't tell you where a massive yeah, army is can't right tell now. You where the fucking boats are. He was the got, worst psychic I've ever. I've got to tell you that that's got. It's got to be the worst payoff for training I've ever. Arya's training has paid off. Yes. Brand's training is the most over. Like he went and was like, I gotta become the three eyed raven. I am the three eyed raven. The three eyed raven's done shit. Well, well, it, it took Samuel Tarly to mention the only that. thing the three eyed raven has done so far is tell fucking what's his name, uh, uh, Littlefinger, that he held a knife to Ned Stark's throat. Yeah, that's it. He's actually been the single use. It's the single useless training I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, he fucking he got Hodor killed. You know, know. Uh, Jojen Reed died. No longer, no longer with Mira. Yeah, yeah where's exactly. Mira? Mira, no, Mira left. got pissed off and she, she left. left. I know, but where she went she back go? to the she went back to the Kragoman. All right, look, all I'm saying is Euron Greyjoy has is has been the only non Lannister to seduce Cersei. Right, non Lannister to sleep with. Cersei. He's also a really badly developed character. He he's he, he just shows up and kills he, things. He can summon thunderstorms to kill his brother. Right? He didn't summon the thunderstorm. I know the fucker summoned the thunderstorm. No, Are you gonna call him Thor again? Are you gonna do this bullshit again? <laughs> if you you're right. no, 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 I'm not gonna call him Thor. But whatever. He was able to 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 do that. He fucking drowned and came back to life. Yeah. He, he's able to sneak attack everybody. Yeah. No, he's badly played. Now, for the record, and he's an excellent warrior. Too. To be clear, the Euron of the, the show is the show. really dumbly played. He's uh, the no greatest offense, character in the show. No offense to the actor, but that is just—it's too over the top, goofy for me to take it seriously. I like him. You know, you know. The, I, I don't like what. I, I like the actor. I think the acting is good. <laughs> I don't even know what he's saying. Sometimes he's like he talk, he's talking all this shit, and yeah. then he's like, "Oh, I like him." No, 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 no. I don't like the character. I don't like the character. No, the character I, is a shit. I, I mean, like I, how the guy portrays no, him. No, I mean the acting is not particularly. It's a really. 
cartoonish interpretation of what a pirate looks like. It's like, it's it's very Disney. You're just like, okay, come on, stop. Yeah, I mean, they gave him the Jack Sparrow treatment. The only thing outfit. he's missing yeah. is the R, right? Yeah. It's like, he's even got the snarl. The the only, the worst part about it is that the Euron in the books is such a really interesting character, right? He ripped out the tongues of all of his uh, sailors. He kills and sacrifices any priests or sorcerers he catches. He's trying to have, like, literally become, he has this like, whole Cthulhu right planned in which he's going to become a, dra- a literal god. Like, he's going to have an apothesis, right? Like, he says, like, he's a crazy dude. His lips are blue because he drinks this weird the potion that the sorcerers of oh, warlocks of yeah, yeah. drink mm-hmm. he's a, in his eyes like mad it's, it's, he's crazy as fuck mm-hmm. right this guy's not anything like it this guy is like he's playing a caricature but they've done the thing that they've done with ramsey they've made him this super villain mm. and that result is really bad it's a result of really bad writing yeah and you saw this throughout this entire show just characters that just didn't make sense for the writing. He may as well be Ultron, right? I mean, that's pretty much the same build there. But, I mean, there, there was a lot that pissed me off about this episode, Ali. I'm sure you understand. We talked oh, yeah. about this, too. Um, one of the things that made me happy, it always makes me happy, my friend Sander Klein, right? The second that Danny had questioned um, Gendry about where he's, about where he's from, about the Baratheon, everyone was stared in awe, if you notice. Mm-hmm. Glane's sitting there eating. Don't give a fuck. Yeah, because yeah. really is a, yeah. is a miserable Don't give bastard. Don't a shit, right? I love then, the dog. Yeah. The hound. He literally, yeah. No, it's what Tormund calls mm. You're the one they called the dog. But what annoyed me was that conversation between the hound and with Sansa, number one, right? Oh, yeah, that was really bad. I mean, writing. the talk, you want to talk about some fucked up shit. For the record, this yeah. episode had no female directors, no female writers. That this only, season? This, well, no, oh, this episode? This season only has one female, dire- one female writer credit. Huh. But th- this episode had none. Huh. Um, and that, that was a guy wrote that. Yeah. And the idea that when Sansa goes, uh, if I, all that stuff hadn't happened to me, I wouldn't be a little bird yeah. anymore. Oh, my God. You look at their track record with victims of rape in this show. Shit. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. It is atrocious, yeah. number one. Daenerys right? The Gilly thing. Stockholm Syndrome. Right, yeah. I mean, the Gilly thing, the Gilly and Sam thing pissed me off. Yeah. Right, and then this whole thing, and like no one ever, like who the fuck says that? Yeah. No, I mean, also for the record, they've consistently over-sexualized or over, like added in violence where it wasn't. Like George R. Martin, as it is, has already got a fucked up world. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of rape in it. There's a lot of sexual violence. There's a lot of sex, just regular sex in it. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of weird sex incest, right? Mm-hmm. But for example, the the Danian and Drogo thing. Yeah. Cal Drogo. That's not in the, the books. He doesn't rape her. No. No. The marital rape is a, is kind of the show did that. Huh. Same thing with the, the scene with uh, Cersei and Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, oh, and Joffrey's body. And Joffrey's body. Like the one of the reasons why that uh, scene caused such an issue is in the books. Mm-hmm. That's a consensual sex. Yeah. It's creepy, it's bizarre, it's weird because they're having sex with their dead son's son. dead body there. Yeah. The show decided to make it even more sensationalized by f- making Jamie force himself onto right. Cersei, especially after they've just redeemed Jamie a little bit. Yeah. yeah. That was that was that's the show for you. And yeah. now you've got male writers talking about how rape has somehow improved the character of Sansa. Holy fuck. Yeah, and it's like, because before that, I mean, you think about, you think about the arc that Sansa went through. She literally went from being useless in the first couple seasons, right? Yeah. yeah. To becoming, to becoming this like powerful yeah. kingmaker type character, right? But she attributes that ability 
to her raping. Yeah. How We're, fucked up is that? Yeah. <laughs> it is a weird... And even if she talks about her ability to... She would never say that those guys... The Ramses and the Littlefingers made me home. She, no one... That's not an empowered woman speaking. That's a male writer speaking. She could have easily talked about the my experiences, how I survived made me who I am. He's noticed the slight difference. Yeah. Centering the self and the ability to survive versus what's happened to me. Right? Like that that's that's really fucked up. Yeah. Also, like they have really messed up Sansa's a great character. She's the way she's been developed, phenomenal, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Same way as Arya, right? She doesn't yeah. always get the same credit as Arya does in my she opinion. Doesn't. I think she Sansa's been like my favorite. Sansa's character. a really well played, but they've made her like into this weird catty she doesn't like her brother's girlfriend because she's pretty. They actually said that at one point in the director's. Oh, I don't pay attention to them. She's she was she's pretty, and so Sansa doesn't like her. I'm just like, oh my god, I fucking hate these people. You really are going to write this as if it was a fucking high school drama? I think John Tipton, John Tipton mentions this. Right, he goes, oh, yeah. this is high school bullshit. He's right. Yeah, like, that's how you're going to write this. Is like Sansa and Danny's tension is that? Yeah, you, I mean, yeah. you could give these wonderfully fleshed out characters. They even the thing is they were. Look at Danny now, right? Danny's character went from being like this badass freer of tra- ch- uh, chains, breaker of chains, breaker of chains, to now she's like the Mad Queen. I told you they were yeah. going to set her up as the Mad Queen. Eh. What was it three episodes, three seasons ago? I said this. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad Queen. You won't tell anyone who you really are. What I love is Hella some, manipulative. Yeah. yeah, this yeah. whole time. Uh, you know, I mean, they've been using the, people have been using the relationship between Cersei and Jaime against them, right? Yeah. Somehow she is not upset about the fact that she's fucking her her yeah. nephew. Yeah. Right? There's like there's no Oh, but John is. Huh? Yeah, but even he was giving into it at first. Yeah. Bit, yeah. You know, he was still giving it up, right? He was a he's you know, he hooked up with that waterfall again. Yeah, it's John right. Snow move, right? But That was before he knew. Hmm? The waterfall happened yeah, before but, he knew. I mean, yeah. Yeah. No, they they made out a little. And they, st- they made out. Yeah, like, they stopped. What do you mean they made out a little bit? He made out with his aunt. Yeah, yeah. they made out a little bit. He made out. They made out, all right? <laughs> he made yeah. out with his aunt. Penetration probably happened. Okay? Let's Fuck. face it. Maybe. We'll see. That's fucked up, right? She don't. She doesn't care about that, though. No problem fucking my own family. Mm-hmm. Right? Targaryen. Yeah. yeah, they're creepy. But you can't let anyone know, because not because we're family and we shouldn't be fucking. Because you're going to fuck up my... Because aunt. you're going to screw up my, my, the, my ascension to the throne. Yeah. That's fucked up. That is fucked now, up. Now, I think what's even more egregious, though, is the way that they turn Bran of Tarth's character in this episode. Yeah. Which I find to be number one is just horrible because she was actually one of my favorites. Yeah. Right? Like they, Oh yeah. Yeah. I just I Couldn't can't believe it. Like you literally go into this 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 person who literally has fought against social norms all her life. Yeah. Like the her the, her character was this it was she was she was non sexualized, right? One of the only women that was not sexualized on the yeah. show along with Arya. In terms of <laughs> her like, and you know, in yeah. terms of like utility, she's one of the best to have done it, yeah. right? It's yeah. like she is stuck to her yeah. principles. As much as I was like, eh, they shouldn't have hooked up, I was okay with them hooking up because I'm like, they're doing fan service at this point. Yeah. The fans want them to hook up, they're giving the fans with them. So I went, yeah. okay. But it was the after. Yeah. It was that's what that's what pissed me off. It's like you took someone who was technically one of the I think one of the heroes of the Battle of Winterfell, right? Someone who who mm-hmm. led the armies into victory mm-hmm. in a sense, or else held for Arya to to, to lead them into victory, right? Mm-hmm. Become this crying, just this like desperate crying person as Jamie's scumbag ass was riding away. Yeah. Like the visual itself evoked such like it's such yeah, bad yeah, writing because yeah. one. 
where did Jamie's redemption go? Yeah, yeah right? That's what I'm you, saying. Uh, they don't understand that redemption arcs are arcs. They're not circles. No. They just keep doing this. Because like, Jamie keeps getting redeemed and then fucking it up. Jamie gets redeemed during his trip with Brienne, comes up, rapes Cersei. Yeah. Jamie then gets redeemed again. Right? Multiple times. There's redemption, 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 and then he fucks it up. Every time Jamie gets laid, his redemption gets yeah. screwed. So then he get, here he is. He's re- redeemed again. He's come to the north fighting for the living. And then... Yeah. I gotta go back because I'm hateful. What? Yeah. Hold on a minute. That's not how redemption works. Stop. Like, they don't understand how tension, redemption, like, they don't get it. But the Brienne bit. Yeah. Just, I'm like, you're really gonna get let Brienne out in the cold wearing a fucking winter gown, a bed gown, yeah. crying over Jamie. That's your idea of character development for Brienne. Yeah. There was a funny tweet with that, with like her crying. They said, Brienne is every girl. Uh, who has tried to change a fuckboy into a good person. Well, someone else said, I, I hate the dick. The dick is what lets you out in the cold in a winter gown <laughs> crying over a one-armed man. Yeah. <laughs> someone actually wrote that, I hate the dick. That's <laughs> another good one. Jamie is like a reverse incel. It's weird. It is weird. You know, it's because this thing where it's like, he gets laid and he becomes a scumbag, yeah. right? But if he keeps it all in, he's actually yeah, a pretty good guy. He's virtuous. He's yeah. a knight, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it's horrible, horrible. It's fucking Jamie. It, 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 but this is the thing. It's like, not only is the plot bad, right? Mm-hmm. And part of it, we can go, okay, maybe the plot's bad because they don't know what to do. It's such a big epic, and they're failing, and it's made for TV, so there's flaws. We can forgive. No, we can't forgive, but we're willing to go, okay, the we'll plot's bypass bad, it. but the characters are good, right? Okay, dragons get shot through mountains. Euron is everywhere, right? Danny yeah. somehow forgets that there's a massive army on the sea, a massive navy on the sea, you know, sea. sea. Yeah. All this stuff, coffee right? Coffee cup. Uh, coffee cup. Like, yeah. we, we go, okay, all this is bad. But at least the character development. But even the character development is falling Hell apart. Yeah. I mean, Arya is one of the Arya and the Hound kind of remain consistent, so that's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. But you're watching this and going, "What is going on with Danny?" Yeah. It doesn't make sense. I know that the, we've mentioned that the Mad Queen, right? That this is the thing. But hold on a minute. Why? Yeah. Why on earth is she going all crazy even before things? Like right off the bat, she's manipulating John. She's doing all these things. Like. This is a woman who felt very strongly that she should rule and that she believes in herself and her destiny and all that. Yeah. But this is also a woman who has regularly curbed her worst impulses. Yeah. Who has stopped herself from being the worst because she has advisors around her. And suddenly that's not working for no reason. There's no justification for why Danny flips the way that she yeah, does. Yeah, are we forgetting what happened in Marine? Yeah. Suddenly there's this... I don't understand the flip in Danny's character. It's, it's bizarre. So then they try to justify it. They explain it away with Masande. Yeah. What happened to Masande is not a tragedy. It's not a travesty. It's just downright a fucking offensive. Yeah. Right? We mentioned we that mentioned this show has not show done, has a, done good a good job with representations of people of color. No, they keep killing them. But some, a very, an author, I think, uh, I forgot who it was, but she said it very brilliant. She's like, I'd come to terms with the fact that this show was not going to have good representations of people of color. Mm-hmm. I'd come... To terms with that, that this was going to be a European drama. Yeah. But to let Masande, to use Masande as a plot device to justify Danny's mad queen status by letting her get beheaded in chains with only one line, Dracarys, is just unacceptable. And that, that's a, they've got a good point. Regardless of the fact that, look, 
whether you acknowledge white privilege, racial racializations in this in the story, Eurocentrism, all of that, you can ignore all of that, right? Mm-hmm. You can say it's not about race. The Dothraki aren't meant to be brown. The Unsullied aren't meant to be black. Whatever. But you've got to acknowledge that there's only one black woman on the show. One yeah. speaking black woman on the show. I think she's the only black woman. And she, they killed her by putting her in chains. I know what they're trying to do. Break her of chains, she's back in chains. They literally put her back in chains and then behead her. This is a woman who had no other parts in the fucking show, in that episode. Yeah. Think about it. Does she celebrate with Torment? Does she celebrate with the rest of the people? She's not celebrating, but she's willing to be... I mean, literally, you're not going to put her in any of the celebration bits, but you're going to use her to kill off that character just so you can piss off Danny. She was the... My favorite. She's one of my favorites too. Like it's just, on the show. It's just not. It's not good writing. That's the writing of people who don't know what to do, falling back on really shitty tropes, really shitty shock value. Let's shock people, make people angry. That's not good writing. You could have easily justified Danny's destruction of King's Landing that's coming up yeah. without doing that bullshit. But they did it anyway. I fucking hate. Benny and then you got Varys uh, this entire time who. F- Somehow was willing to go along with the night with the uh, Mad King burning people alive. Yeah, yeah. Robert Baratheon sending assassins to kill off a little girl. But the second Danny shows some emotion, I mean, I mean, let's be real right now. Yeah. Everyone's talking Mad Queen, Mad Queen, Mad Queen. Danny hasn't done anything yet yeah. that all the other male rulers have done. Think about it. In her worst day, she's still better than Joffrey. Robert Baratheon, the Mad King, uh, yeah. uh, fucking uh, really any of the rulers of any of the areas. the ruler yeah. of Pike. What's his fucking name? Not Euron, Euron's brother. What was his name? No, I don't remember. Theon's dad, whatever. Greyjoy, right? Yeah. He, I mean, he literally Barry Greyjoy. Barry Greyjoy, right? <laughs> 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 better than all, better than all of those combined uh-huh. on her worst day. And Varys is already like, I'm gonna betray her ass. Seriously, it took literally it took two episodes. My loyalties lie with the realm. Yeah, I know what he's trying to say, but it's like it only took two episodes, basically, like two speaking episodes for for him. The last speaking episode is when he goes, "I will, I I choose you." He gives this big old speech, right? I choose you. I will work for you. And he goes, "You know, if I ever do anything wrong, tell me to my face." Yeah, doesn't really have any speaking lines the rest of the season couple dick jokes at the beginning of this season. Oh, yeah. The only other speaking lines he has is literally goes, I'm going to betray your ass. Yeah. You know, Balon, <laughs> Greyjoy is the guy. Balon, there. Yeah, it wasn't Barry, it was Balon. Close, 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 close enough. Close enough. Close two letters. First two enough. letters. But it's like, that's their death. That's, I mean, I know Varys is going to die. Yeah. It's obvious, right? I think they're setting it up. They the said, one yeah. bald character they, they have on the show. Fucked up, man. It's baldism. <laughs> they, uh, they set it up with the whole, like, I'll burn you alive if you ever betray me thing. You, yeah. you, could, you could tell that it was going to happen. Yeah. But this is a moment where you go, Varys, one of the cleverest characters of the show, one of the driving... And someone mentioned that you could tell the show had gotten worse because the original part, the original seasons were about predominantly Varys and Littlefinger moving pieces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And later on, they had just become background noise. Yeah. Littlefinger did nothing that last season before he got killed. Sansa! Varys has done nothing in three seasons. You know what I mean? Yeah. The fact that they're not doing anything tells you where the story is going. And so, of course, they're going to kill him. But again, for one of the dumbest characters, like you just kind of go, what? Yeah, yeah. How I the hell like... does Bronn show up? Every... <laughs> I know there's some... the Bronn thing went on. Is... He's another fucking super soldier, apparently. Okay. 
Apparently, you know, the, apparently the Starks don't have any guards. Yeah, and at one point, like I, I'm sorry, but like. When does a mercenary for hire become that good? I don't understand that. I don't understand that. Is that a good explanation? But also, like, that's not, again, that's not how you, crossbows don't load that fast. You could literally kill the guy while he was loading that shit. You know, they talked about how even, you know, uh, Joffrey created that thing, but it still takes him a few seconds. They don't just immediately are loaded and you just put another arrow in. That's not how it works. In the same way the ballista thing doesn't work that way, so too does it not work with a crossbow. You could probably shoot him with the crossbow up that close. Better than the ballista from fucking miles away, apparently. Mm-hmm. But how, still. How do you feel like they're going to set up Braun? I have no idea. Obviously, be because they kind of gave him a thing now. There's all like, well, I'm going to sit out and I'm going to wait for the who's to on the To be honest with you, like, I don't, I don't, th- I think that was it. Yeah. I'm, to, I'm, I have a very sneaking suspicion that that episode did tie up. Braun? Some it's like why Braun isn't there. Yeah, there. I think that's they tied up Braun a little bit. I think that might be the end of Tormund. That annoys me. That was the end of Ghost. They that's a CGI that budget me, uh, thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So people were pissed about this. Like, yeah, of course. People like Ghost more than the dragons. Why did he go and pet him? Yeah, I don't understand we'll why that was the as cold as it was. I don't yeah, understand. Go rub his it. belly. Um, I I hope it's not the end of Samwell. Maybe Samwell will see again. Maybe one more time. Yeah. But in general, I mean, the, that might also have been the end of Samwell. I just there was a lot of like let's just wrap this shit up and move on yeah but it makes you kind of wonder they'll be like they extended the length of the last of their extended the length of the last three episodes right yeah. that's mm-hmm. what they were planning on doing so they went this one was 90 minutes this is the what thi- got accomplished in 90 minutes that's what I'm saying like, the, nothing you yeah. can have you can have uh, writing where you're trying to stretch for time because you don't have a lot to say and you can have writing where you're trying to speed through it because you don't have enough time mm. somehow Ga- Game of Thrones manages to do both it manages to stretch shit out because they clearly don't know how to end this thing. But then also sloppily, hastily rush through things. So it's like, I don't understand. You pick one. Either you don't have enough time or you have too much time. You can't do both. Yeah. Look, all I'm saying is they have two episodes left. I thought this episode might have redeemed shit. No, it, was, it, it got worse. It I'm got ready worse. to fucking just... I will say the only good thing about it is that my predictions for this episode were pretty on the point. They were. We tweeted out my predictions from yeah. currently nerdy. I think it was 90%. 90%, yeah. So I'll tweet another one out before the show. Yeah, man. We just fucking hate watching at this we'll point. We'll see where it goes. Yeah, we'll see what the fuck happens. Tell us what your thoughts are. Did you enjoy this podcast? Did yeah. you enjoy the episode? Did yeah. you enjoy uh, the... You know, maybe you have a different idea. Maybe you think that this was a redemption of the Battle of Winterfell. Tell us why we're wrong. We'd love to hear from you. And Diz will let you know. Who yeah. Oh, Diz, I ran into a friend of yours today at Ballpark Pizza, by the way. I have friends? Yeah, well, you know, she knew you. Oh. She? Yeah. yeah. A lady friend. Or, she used to work with you. Oh, oh a lady friend like that. Angelica. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, she. Uh, I got to appreciate because she agrees with our views on Game of Thrones, well, and I want to give her a shout that's out. That's because Angelica's very clever. Angelica, you are a smart woman. Yeah. We like you. Yeah. Diz. Hey. Yes, you can find us on Twitter, Twitter at Currently Nerdy. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash Currently Nerdy. Instagram at Currently Nerdy. We're on Tumblr, currentlynerdy.tumblr.com. YouTube, youtube.com slash Currently Nerdy. New YouTube video was out. We gave our uh, thoughts on the not this episode, but the Long Night episode of Game of Thrones. So go and check that out. V did a great job of editing that. And there's a new sexy voice on it this time, which is an Ali's. Which probably isn't as good because you're a better narrator than I am. I am, but whatever. Um, you were also on Stitcher, Google Play, and the iTunes podcast app. 
So make sure you're subscribed to us uh, and give us a five-star rating and review. And if you want to get a hold of us individually, you can. V, how can they get a hold of you? Find me on Twitter and Instagram at VTRAN214. That's V-Y-T-R-A-N-214. My website, thesandwichslayer.com. Ali? You can catch me on uh, our sister podcast, Head on History, or on my social medias at A-A-O-L-O-M-I. Check me out on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, or on our uh, or on my website aliolomi.com Diz I'm everywhere at Dizbulla D-I-Z-B-U-L-L-A-H For everyone here at Currently Nerdy thank you for tuning in and remember stay smart sexy nerds and all hail the Currently Nerdy Empire damn it <laughs> <laughs>